man behind the machine. Vous écoutez certainement l'homme, Dr. Obsolète, derrière la machine à clone 64. 1941 So now, it, you know, it, what is it, SD card? Uh, no, this is RAM. Yeah, it's a well, this is a cartridge, but the ROM, this is a uh, cartridge that is unreleased yet, but it's compatible with uh, Super Snapshot version 5. So the ROM, you can you know burn it on an EEPROM and put it on a real Super Snapshot version 5, and it'll work. You'll, you'll get that Jiffy DOS loader, you'll get a couple of bug fixes and updates. Do I need Jiffy DOS to run it? No, no, no. It is, um, you know, I don't want to call it a replacement because it's not. It's kind of like an alternative, you know, Jeffy does, you need to replace a kernel. Sometimes it's soldered on, that sort of thing. So with this, you can just use, it's a Jeffy DOS compatible loader. You can, uh, it speeds up uh, newer stuff like the uh, SD to IEC. Uh, Drive to burn stuff on EEPROM to get it on there? Well, you, it, you can use it on the original Super Snapshot or you can use it on uh, an Easy Flash 3. You can use it on a Kung Fu Flash. If you have a 1541 Ultimate, you can run it on there. Uh, it's basically the ROM itself. It just updated and patched it. It had, the last version was released probably in, uh, I want to say 1990-ish, 1989. So it had been, you know, There's seen no changes, no improvements since then, so I oh, took okay. it upon myself to, to work on nice. it a little bit and, and modernize it a little bit. Uh, still a lot, a lot of more work to do, but... but Is yeah. there any way um, I could uh, get a copy to test it out? Yes, you can. That would be great. I used to write for Low Tech Magazine, and I received some prototypes and things. Snappy ROM? Snappy ROM. It's on, uh, you can either get the link from here or just go to GitHub. I haven't uploaded 5.0. Right now, if you go on there, you're, you'll find 5.31, but I should be uploading 5.33 later tonight or tomorrow. You know? okay. It's just a couple of uh, bug fixes and you know, patches, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. I'm just going to scan it now, so you can keep your... Very exciting. How long have you been working on this for? Basically, 
Super Snapshot since back in the day used uh, 64K, 64K ROM, an EEPROM, but they, they left uh, space on the board for, for making it compatible with a 128K ROM. They just never released a bigger ROM. Oh. Yeah, so I took up, I used up that extra space to add more features. Oh, nice. And, uh, and while still, you know, staying compatible with, with uh, old hardware. Uh, exciting, I look forward to testing it out. Yeah, if you ever get a cartridge that I can, you know, test out, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, that, that yeah. is the goal, but yeah, I've been, lately yeah, I've been fo focusing on the ROM okay. a little bit because, you know, actually the, the chip I used on that, uh, on that cartridge, like tripled in price and then it was not available during the, you know, after the pandemic, that sort of thing. So it, the hardware's been on, on hold for a little bit, but I've been, you know, okay. working on the, on oh, the ROM itself. You have my, I'll buy one, so, yeah, cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's nice to catch up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah.
How much are these guys? Uh, those are 20. 20? We got 72 <laughs> change. So we're, uh, what? Seven short?
we'll go back to the title. Now we play the 64 version? Yeah, alright, let's see the 64 version. Cool, I'm gonna give Mr. Jack chair back. Oh, sweet. Thank you. My first computer. Right on. Vic. I'm a little too young for it to be mine. Thank you. Is that your card? Thank <laughs> you. 
play against computer. Yes. But you don't have this on computer mode, I bet. I'm so happy for you. I mean, this is great. The fact that you're able to do all three, I yeah. mean, just having the time to do one is a feat, you know? Yeah, you um, know, I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. And I, I want to do some more. Um, so I feel like, like the biggest hurdle really was just getting started and like learning the language, T, you know, Turbo Rascal, yeah. TRSE. Um, so just getting over that initial, like, uh, that initial hump. And then, you know, I kind of like know what I'm doing and, you know, I have like a library of functions built up. So hopefully the next game will be easier. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, letting me see and play it. I mean, I, I, when you sent me the file, I'm like, yeah, I can play it on an emulator. But I want you to, you know, I want to, you to show me what you did. That's special. But I look forward to playing this on an emulator. Right. And then on the real. Appreciate you know, it. On the hardware. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you know. Let me know. Do you have a copy? No, I don't. Oh. Auction is about yeah, I'll send you a copy. Okay. I might check out the auction. Started, but yeah, I'll send you a copy or I just put it on. If you have a card, I'll just put it on you. Just a card. Yeah, I'm going to play again. Whoa. Did you say processor? What's his joystick? Huh? What's your joystick? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh, it's a monster joystick. Did you build it? I bought it from a company that made it. Then I built it. Yeah. Monsterjoysticks.com. They're in UK. Yeah. Genuine, genuine Sinwa arcade parts. That's that. What is that? That game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yep. I just got a cartridge that I made so I can have it 90 degrees. And I can actually have something on the other end. Oh, yeah. It's good. And they're gold content. I really do comfortable. So I had a different package.
But when I come over to your table, what should I expect? I don't know. What'd you bring? I brought an analyzer to look at the C128 bus. Okay. Yeah. Let me just that should be enough, right? Yeah, why don't we just go have a look? Okay, let me get my phone here. I'll be back. And then later on. Okay, talk to my buddy. Yeah. What handle do you go by? Uh, Jay Beverin. Jay Beverin. Jay Beverin, okay. Yeah. So we've got his set up at VCF MW 2023. So what are, we, what are we looking at here since it's only audio, you know? Yeah, yeah. Describe. Right, right. Um, I have a Commodore 128, uh, the flat version of the C128, set up with uh, a logic analyzer. A uh, friend of mine and I are working on replacing the RAM expansion unit, the 1750, with modern hardware. And there are timing issues you have to deal with when you work with a device like that. And the project here is to get a capture of uh, when things like the address bus and the data bus settle so that we know when the, uh, the replacement device would expect or should expect things to be ready to go. Okay. Wonderful. And you've, uh, how long have you been working on this for? Um, Adrian has been working on it for, um, I don't honestly remember, probably three, four years. Oh, okay. I, I know uh, his, this also has a super snapshot in the same hardware, and that's been a pet project of his for about a decade. Uh, cool. Um, are you trying to do like a new version? Um, yeah, that's the yeah. thing is we're attempting to replace. Thank you. We're attempting to replace everything with new hardware, um, and uh, and ultimately get uh, this relatively rare expansion into more people's hands, so you have okay. more software support. So you're thinking about building a new 128? No, no, it's not the 128 we're replacing. It's this just RAM expansion. RAM expansion. This okay. is the new hardware. Okay. And this larger 1750 RAM expansion what we're looking to replace. Okay. The moment is for um, the SP32 Wi-Fi module. Yeah? That's a probe I built, and it's, that's what connects these pods to the system bus. So it goes in between here and the C128, yeah. and that's how I'm capturing the system. Oh, this is like uh, an adapter? Yeah, that's a, okay. it's, it's a tool that I made. Oh, yeah? Do you have, like, can I have a copy? Hmm? Can I have one? Um, Do you have a copy? The, yeah, the one without the numbers written on. Okay, thank you. Can I get you to sign it? Maybe. Yeah, I would be honored. That's, I got it. Uh, it's a habit I developed. Uh, when yeah. you own a property, you start yeah. keeping markers in your pocket. And then the date, if you don't mind. Yeah. Thank you. Really. I mean, it's... The ninth, right? Uh, is it the 10th? Look, see? Thank you, sir. Here we are. 
And I, and I think if you look in the, the hole in the side, you'll have to reflect it just right. So this yeah, is the RAM expander, part of the, the RAM expander. This, this is not part of the RAM expander. That's just the tool so that the logic analyzer can see the bus. So that gets used with all sorts of things. And you designed this? Yeah, I designed that piece. You're an engineer? Of sorts, yeah. I'm an amateur, but I am an engineer. This doesn't look amateur to me. No. It's How do you... Fancy. No, no, it's amazing. Yeah. Have you checked your cards for the glue rot? I have. The scope already had the glue rot, and I've already had to fix it. I used a continuity tester to check all the lines, and then I went in with some 400 grit sandpaper and sanded the lines that were broken, bridged them with a single thread of wire, and uh, uh, from Amazon you can get um, solder mask that is UV cured. So I painted that over and I cured it on to, to, to protect the patch. I haven't put the rails back on yet, but uh, I had a friend of mine recommend uh, an electronics grade um, silicone glue to yeah. glue the rails on. Because my concern is if you put it back on, the new glue will do the same thing to the board again. It seems to be only that glue, whatever it was that they used. Yeah, whatever that foam glue that HP used, it turns acidic as it breaks down. And... But at least you know about it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. I, mean, I appreciate people looking out for this stuff. So this is analyzing? It's, right? Yeah, it's actually paused right now because I had to go do something. But uh, it's currently looking at the system clock on the motherboard. Okay. Uh, and it looks static yeah. right now, but if I... I don't have it set up for a logic capture. Oh, you're going in? But the, if I hit oh, the run... Sorry. Yeah. It doesn't change a whole lot. You're going in the cartridge port? It's It goes on this probe here. You yeah. see the yellow probe. Yeah. It matches the yellow line. And uh, I have a jumper wire because it's right up against the C128. I have yeah. a jumper wire that goes under, and that's connected to the phase 2 clock signal. Yeah, that's nice. That's bad. Yeah, that's tight. Uh... Ram, how much RAM expansion? The, um, the cartridge that's currently plugged in uses the original CPM chip. They had one megabyte of RAM on it. Yeah. And this one was made eight, uh, a number of years ago by a friend of mine. Uh, but it uses the original CPM chip, and you can't get those anymore for obvious reasons. And uh, the solution, of course, So is what? The, the eventual outcome is I want to be able to play enhanced graphics or code in... Um, and expand. Yeah, well, use uh, you can use programs that read that um, uh, require it. Like uh, I'm blanking on the name of the game. There's a game that uh, you can run on an NTSC system, but you need the RAM expander to help okay. move the graphics around because it's just not fast enough to do it. Um, and some other games like the hacked version of Super Mario Brothers oh, can preload yeah. everything into the RAM yeah, expander right. so you don't have to wait between levels on the floppy drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I famously, remember. famously, GOS will use it as a RAM oh, yeah? as well. Yeah. Oh, running um, Super Mario Brothers on the 128? Yeah. Instead of emulation like some people do. Right, right. Super Mario Brothers was originally written for a 6502. That's what's on the, the yeah. Nintendo. Um, 
And the, uh, the advantage of having the RU in that case is instead of waiting for the floppy drive to load right. on every level, you can preload everything into the RAM expander. Oh. And uh, instead of getting a couple hundred K a second, you get a you know, full, full uh, megabyte per second of transfer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, beautiful. I just love it. I, I have one. Mm -hmm. I've got one pristine in the, in the uh, styrofoam mm -hmm. in the case. Yeah, I've got the and box down beautiful. Here. And when I, I got the VIC-20 for my birthday, that was my first computer, then the 64. But anyways, the reason why I'm saying this is I was wanted the 128. My parents were like, no, you already have two computers. <laughs> they said, you already had the VIC-20 and the 64, they said. And, and, and I'm a, like, In okay. a similarly frustrating state, the SX-64 I have over there. Yeah. When, oh, I, when I was in I like, high school. I have one too, yeah. When I was in high school, this would have been 1993. Right. Um, 1992, my dad saw an ad for a computer that looked exactly like that, and they were selling for $200 under the condition they can't tell you what the computer is. Really? And dad offered to buy it for me, and I said, I don't know what that thing is. I don't want it. I turned down an SX-64, <laughs> brand new. Oh, I bet you weep now. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do what was time. your, you know what, the, the, sometimes the young mind is naive. It hasn't been matured. Or matured, so yeah, you know, um, yeah. Look, that's the nature of the beast, mm -hmm. you know. But I really am happy that you shared with us. You know, I'm going to treasure this. I want to continue. I would like to continue. You know, I mean, uh, communicating and yeah. and seeing where you guys go with this. This is exciting. Cool. Yeah, I really, I'm not just telling you. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm a genuine person. I don't just blow. That's funny. And it's not because they're being dried out, but that is a thing. That's funny. It's funny as heck. Mackie, what do you have to sell? What do you, what, do, where are your adapters? What do you have? My Amiga Flip Box, Swift, Swift Link Home, Link 232, Easy 232, and TCP Serial Normal Okay. Do you have them out for display, sir? No. Where? Where are they? Can we see them? Thank you. Um, no I didn't, um, let's definitely talk more. Exciting. Um, what are these, all spares? No, no, these are more channels. Oh, shit. There's so there 17 channels of cable. I have about 450 channels on the machine. Wow. That's been, boss right there. I've been in That's a situation boss. where when I... I, I explore circuits, and it's part of how I learn how to use machines. I yeah. explore circuits. How many channels is right there, sorry? Um, well, let's count. We have one, two, three, four. There are four rows. And uh, there are six cables. Let me do some math because it's a big number. 24? I, I just got rid of my camera. Um, Each of the connectors is uh, 17 and 17 is 34. There's 204 channels on the machine. Uh, wait, yeah, I just want to, if you could just hold it up for me, please. It's too bright for some reason. Oh, yeah. Um, 
204 channels. 204 channels. Oh yeah, so we can just stack them? Can we stack? Can we keep stacking? Well, and you I can just... Have, you can actually do that with these. Excuse me, yeah. Because oh. you can put... You can, you can use a, a single um, expansion frame yeah. that is the same size as this, but it doesn't have a computer in it. Oh yeah? And it gives you five more slots to add monitors. Oh wow. The only problem is when you get down to the tight timing, yeah. the second monitor won't run in the same time domain, so you can have a risk between the two monitors. Uh, one megabyte expansion, right? The, uh, the card that's plugged in right now is yeah. one megabyte. But, but that one does not do RAM. That's just the tool so I can read the bus. Correct. Yeah. I understand. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet. Hey, I was just joking about that smoke. Yeah. I love my little headset. Right? I was going to bring it. Sweet. You know, it's beautiful. It really is. You know, it's... One of the problems with the SX is the keyboards go to hell. Right? They, they stop working. Yeah. Type on that one. Huh? Type on that one. Just like it's brand new. Right? Yeah. Okay, now I'll just fall over. Ready? The screen, that's nice. I mean, look at it. Look at the beauty of it. It's like you're in a 3D room. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, I'm not even on mushrooms. Not yet, right? Not yet. I'm here. Yeah. You know, you're here. so, yeah. Yeah, but I gotta give you access to it. But, you could dial in from your Commodore and your yeah. Amiga. Yeah. I was Did you do that. any um, BBS? I, I did it for a little bit when I was, I was making my TCP, the serial devices, the null mode yeah. things. I was playing with that because I was developing something, yeah. but I ain't been back on since I created okay. it. Well, we have not only a file section, but we have door games. Yeah. You know, um, we have ANSI art, and yeah. we have a channel of live ANSI art, ASCII art, oh, that you can let it play on your Commodore. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like a TV show. Yeah, because I yeah. got a laptop with um, uh, the TCP serve software running on there, the, that Jim Brain did. Oh, yeah. And I used, I use my computer, I use one of my RS-232 devices, go through there with a cable, yeah. use my terminal program, bloop, and log in through Telenet to that. It's pretty neat. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Are you recording me? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, the... Yeah, I could pause it. How's it going? You enjoying yourself or is it too busy? Uh, I mean, busy is fine. It, it is nice to have a little bit of... Um, you know, a little bit of uh, downtime. Yeah. Um, okay, so here we go. Fat 32. Oh, we gotta put it somewhere. Okay, hold on. C tools. Then it is. No, it's uh, a GUI form. Okay, GUI format. Okay, um, so where's the little SD card? I didn't bring it with, I should have. I didn't know I was going to see you. Yep, do you but have it? Can you, I can run to my room and get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put okay, it can I just, will you be here in 10 minutes? Or? Yep, I'll be here. Okay, I'm going to run. I'll get it. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, so it's the after party. And we celebrate, so. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, why is it so smoky out here? Yeah. I don't know. It's massive it's not baking. I know. <laughs> Dude. I, I, you know I gotta get the sound, you know, I gotta get the sound of, you know, the after party we had going on. So I think it's like six hours that I've recorded today and uh, we're saying goodbye to some friends, so, and celebrating. Okay. Don't worry, I won't uh, hurt you. No, I, I, uh, I just, where are you guys from? Uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Is this your first no. year here or before you came? Uh, last year's my first. Uh, according to Jason, my first one was the eighth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys happy you came? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Is it everything last that you dream? Last year was great. Oh yeah. This I year work makes here. Makes me want to come back again. Yeah. Oh cool. Eight. Were you a teenager your yeah. first year? It was ten years ago. I was thirteen. So yes. I yeah. love it here. Yeah. Honestly, I don't consider I don't thirteen a, a teenager people like this anywhere. I can yeah. anywhere. fifteen and sixteen yeah. and seventeen and eighteen and nineteen a teenager. But 13 like, and 14? Cool. No, you're still a fucking kid. Yeah. What computers do you guys yeah. like? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, like I don't care if it's a scene in the number. I'm just thinking numerically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like working with uh, no, um, SXI virtualization of any yeah, sort. No. Yeah. Um, For this, I don't have to go all the way up to Wisconsin and use nice. systems because I feel like they're more Because every time I go with Mike, we have to ride in the U-Haul so all the way up. Older systems than newer systems. It's very rough. I feel like that's better. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wisconsin's not that far. good? It's not that far, yeah. but I'm also like <laughs> uh, terrible. Yeah, it's been a long yeah. two days. I'm, so. I'm thankful long this was close to. I live in the city. Yeah, good. I mean, I'm, I live in yeah, it was a great day. I'm in Arlington Heights, yeah. so it's yeah, like a thirty, like uh, thirty dollar Uber, and I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I used to live yeah, by biggest there. turnout. So yeah. this might not. This it's we're probably going to be a different location yeah. next year. So Schaumburg has one thing going for it: restaurants. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Restaurants, but this is probably not going to be. Yeah, well, here's the Goonies. I always wonder what happened to Troy. Uh, he sends his jersey down there. Jersey jacket. His leather jacket. What are you doing in the bottom wall? Wishes do come true. You Goonies. Maybe, Ruth? Maybe, Ruth? Jeez, mister. You're even hungrier than I am.
Well, one of them is much more valuable than the other. Yeah. You, you need to find a power supply for that, but they have aftermarket. Her mom did have one of these. It's just I haven't tested. I would assume it works. I don't even know where it came. people people give me a lot of stuff. And they played this weird version of Tetris on it. What's that called? Tetris Attack. Tetris Two. Tetris Two. Yep. Yep. You must choose wisely. Your mom and dad. They still play all right, good luck. Thanks. All right, thank you. Hi, Ben. How you Hope doing? Hope it works. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? I oh, heard, I, ready for a day of fun. Yeah, I heard about your games that you've been developing on these. Oh, yeah. The uh, the game badge? Yeah. Want to try it? Yeah, I would love to. Are these yeah. for sale? Or? Uh, the kits, I'm giving away the kits, just the circuit board if you want one. Oh, yeah? I do these for uh, Service Month Saturday classes at MGC every year up in Milwaukee. Yeah, so I just have my spare PCBs with me this year. Yeah, you're welcome to one. Yeah, thank you. I'm also recording for my podcast, so... I could help, uh, you know, promote your, your website. Oh, well, I mean, I I don't only do that for profit. Nice camera. Does it work? Nice. Yeah. Where, where are these cases from? Just 3D printing. Oh yeah. Here's a. I think it was done on the bamboo. I should have brought my. I should have brought my big box and three different parts from the kids because. When we didn't have conventions for two years, that box of parts grew and grew and grew. And I'm gonna run out of stuff to give away so quick here. I like, yeah, I that box is huge. Alright, well, it's not really a kit. Circuit board. Grab one of these pieces of paper. Now the actual bomb and schematics and all that is on the GitHub. Yep. So I developed using Arduino. You can use Visual Studio Code or you can do it like on the Raspberry Pi. On the GitHub, they should have the UF2 files. So if you build it, when you plug that thing into your computer, it appears as a UF2 bootloader drive. Pipe, the Raspberry Pi Pico does. You can just drag a UF2 file onto it from the GitHub, it'll install the game, then the USB port will present as a USB thumb drive, then there's folders that drop into that thumb drive that are accessed by the game engine, and then it'll work. So you don't even necessarily need to set up a development environment. What about, the all, what about all the capacitors? Oh no, I don't have a kit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, selling kits is a pain in the butt. So I've just got spare PCBs, but the parts listed on the GitHub or it's on the sheet, and you can make your own. If there's a cat game, and there's also uh, a Tetris game. Oh yeah. Uh, Microsoft game. Okay. Yep, it's all on the GitHub. And then what about all of these? Um, I'm I'm limiting it to one giveaway per person. Reload. Yeah, that's uh, the future is 8-bit made their own uh, fast load of boot cartridge. Yeah. No. It's the top one. It's the top one. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to do like just one giveaway per person right now, and the show just started. 
Would you swing back later? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, there's not going to be anything left. Yeah. How's it going? Guys, anything?
except by GPS for a random destination. It wasn't paid attention. Then by the time I got here, parking was an issue, so, but I'm here. Of manufacturing. Well, I came from production too, so I was, you know, I didn't go to college, so uh -huh. instead of going to college, I was in production, and I'm an engineer that knows how to produce, uh, produce for production. And That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of one of my things where, you know, it's like, uh, oh, I yeah. I love, uh, I loved your books and stuff, and uh, stories, and like, I use that, that quip about, uh, 
the phone? The phone? Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you this last time, like five years ago. No, no, I, it's yeah. the phone story. People like this. Yeah. Because, so. like, uh, people design processes at work, and I'm like, that's so stupid. You can't sit there and check on this process all the time. I missed it. I just assumed it had to happen. <laughs> I never looked, and one day I find out I stormed into his office. Why don't you have an interrupt? What are you thinking? Type thing. <laughs> Will you just check the thing? No, that's not how it works. We're, we're busy. We're busy. Yeah. We only have one megahertz, right? Yeah. In the picture. So I told Charpentier, I said, uh, 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 working with the, the big chip's an excellent, beautiful chip. But it's like owning a cat. You're not sure who owns who. <laughs> so, yeah, the big chips are working. You, you piss her off, man. Yeah, help yourself, sir. Oh, and we really appreciate this. I don't want to overload this one thing here. Good, good. Are you, are you still up? Yeah, I'm still up.
uh, you can play MIDI files, you can play uh, the uh, custom format that's, that was designed for this machine called the ZSM, uh, which plays uh, you play audio on the, uh, the uh, Vera PSG and also the uh, YM4151. So there's a... Uh, oh, the Yamaha? The Yamaha? Oh, I love that Yamaha sound chip. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite there's quite a few of them. There's a saw a, there's a there's another exhibit over there called the uh, the uh, OPL Museum. Oh, okay. That's uh, got got some similar uh, Yamaha tunes. Okay. That was more for the uh, Adlib and Sidewest. Do I need the hardware to sync with this, or can I play this to try it out? Uh, you can play this on but the. But do I need the hardware to run this software? Uh, yeah, you can run it on the emulator. The emulator is available. It is? Like, yeah, it's free? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, okay. And then how much is the system? Um, it's it's uh, There aren't any available at the moment, but the, uh, uh, the next run, uh, as far as I know, is going to cost $350. That's okay. For the, that's for this, this board. Okay. Is there any way to test it out? Uh, to get a, 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 a unit, you know, for like a not you can sign a nine disclosure, and no, I don't, I don't think so. No, uh, it's just not any available. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've all, they've only been uh, hundred and ten or so. Yeah. Okay. So when will we know? You know, when the unit will be available for three hundred fifty, do we have to pre-order? Uh, I think I think they will do a pre-order, uh, and that's at that's at uh, techselect.com. Oh, okay. That's Kevin's Kevin Williams. Oh, site. that's what he's doing, and yeah. you're doing the software. And I'm, I'm mostly doing the software. So you guys are working together. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to check it out, but I'm interested in buying the hardware. That's why I asked. Okay. Um, but I'd like to try it. Is yeah, there a website or? Yeah, the, yeah, you can just go to the website commanderx16.com, and uh, from there there's a there's a there's a there's an emulator that you can run in the browser or you can download it. And there's a there's a, a forum that has uh, a bunch of software downloads. And, 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 and the emulators for Windows, Mac, Linux. Yep, all three. Right? Oh, okay. Very nice. So this is playing MIDI files or SID? Or it's, ASM. It's it's playing it's, it's playing MIDI files right now. Okay, and it says says ZSM. What what is the ZSM? That's the format. For? The ZSM is the format specifically for this machine. For the Yamaha. It's playing the Yamaha and and the uh, the PSG that's on the Vera. Now is that Arduino? No, it's a it's an FPGA system. It's it's uh, it's responsible for uh, some of the sound and for the video output. And it also has the uh, the SD card reader in it, so this, this is kind of doing a triple a triple duty thing. You know what this sounds like? This kind of reminds me of like Dark Crystal, the movie. That kind of music from the '80s, you know? It's got it's got a it's got a very unique chip tune sound to it. Yeah, what what's the year on the chip? Uh, the uh, the twenty one fifty one, I think, is eighty uh, four. I love it. I'm, I'm a musician and I love vintage computers, but it's very—it's just like very nostalgic. Um, do, does it come preloaded with these files, what I'm seeing here? Um, the, uh, the, the emulator doesn't have any files, but they are available on the website. 
Oh, on the website there's a package? On, on the website there's a there's a whole download section in the uh, in the forums. Yeah. It has a bunch of a bunch of games that people have written for it. Oh okay. So many files and games? What's that? Many files and games? Um yeah, well actually the, the I have a download of this uh, of Melodius and it includes all of the files that I have here. So Okay. So that's so you at least get a sample of that. that's available. Okay, wonderful. I am gonna download it. Okay. Um uh, I get a sticker here? Yeah, go for it. Where are you from, Troy? I'm, I'm from Arizona. Well, I'm originally from Minnesota, but I've been, I've been in Arizona. Okay, nice. I was just in Arizona. Um, I, I visited family, and um, I was looking for like retro rooms. I couldn't find anything, but I went to um, the video game store. And, uh, it's like one of two video, retro video game stores. I don't think I've been to one in Arizona. Anyways, I went there and had Commodore discs for 25 cents. So it was great, but um, I'd like to stay in touch. Can I find you online? Uh, yeah, you can, you can find me by my, uh, my, my hand here. Moving me. Yeah. I like that it's clear case and I can see into it. So, um, very nice design. Um, it's incredible the work that you guys have put into it. So, um, I, I might be buying a unit. Yeah, I might be buying one. Chaotic right now. That's what I heard. I have been looking for my Sharpie. Yeah? Okay. Um, it, I, and they put it in an uh, in internal magazine. Beautiful. What year is this? Uh, I need to look it up. <laughs> I think it's about 1985. Uh, I'm 32 now. So warm. Yeah. Just. I could sit there and look at that cursor all day. <laughs> nice, nice orange monochrome. Nice. Yeah, even uh, I'm with Man Behind the Machine, um, a podcast about retro technology. Um, I had a clone years ago, and it was an orange screen. So even the clones were copying. They're like, no, no, not green, orange. I think, uh, so this is a gas plasma toy. Oh, okay. Uh, so I think it might just be orange because that's how the physics works, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're a... Uh, you're an engineer or IT guy? Engineer. Yeah. What got you into this? What got you? Why do you want to collect old stuff? I don't know. I guess I've always been interested. Yeah. I like knowing how computers work. I'm a computer engineer now. And uh, I don't know. Easier stuff is a little, or the older stuff is a little bit more simple and approachable. And I bet way. you, the, because you have to continually repair, you learn more about how to become a better engineer, right? Probably. Yeah, because so. you have to troubleshoot, right? Yeah. Troubleshooting and this uh, the body of knowledge that's still applicable. Yeah. And, uh, Where are you from? Uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, okay, nice. Nice. Um, what's the switcher here? It's a token ring hub. Um, it's called an AU. And so the terminal is connected to a controller on the yeah. table. And that uh, converts the coax to basically the LAN, which is token ring. 
and so I got a token ring the Ethernet switch as well, so I can hook it up to Hercules and try to get this working. Nice. Can you dial into our BBS? Uh, it would need a modem. Tell that. Um, the uh, the controller could do RS two thirty two. It does. Uh, well, BBS would be hard because. I don't know how I would get it to do asynchronous serial. Right? Normally it's a sync synchronous, uh, synchronous serial, like SDLC and stuff. Oh, okay. Very cool. Put all up on here. Still need money. That's a nice one. Well, thanks. It was nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. So, the IBM guys jump on a plane, fly all across the country, go to Florida, and they go to meet with the International Galactic Research. <laughs> That's what they call themselves. <laughs> and, and they basically uh, said, we would like to talk to you. Here's the NDA. And Kildo's wife was a lawyer, and she took all over. No. <laughs> and he was flying in a plane, so he wasn't there to meet her to cross it. And I began to sit in the lobby waiting for him to show up. They had enough of it. They got in the plane, flew back. They went back and they decided to do it inside. What do you do with your house? They called Gates and said, we're going to do it all inside. Gates says, well, what do we got to do to save them? Well, we need a DOS. Gates says, hold on, we'll find one. <laughs> he went up the road, found one of his buddies who had already created a DOS. I forgot the name of it. Everybody knows, mentioned it now. And they bought, he wrote a check. He took a checkbook out, says, how much you want for it? He wrote the check, got the code, took it back to Redmond, pounded it into the original DOS 1 or whatever they called it back then. And he called IBM says, we have DOS, we'll package all this together, and that's history. Number two, what Gates was, he knew that this was important, and he went down and he created the first basic, which start the revolution. Yes. But when this was starting to die and becoming not business accolades, they then created, the IBM guys are trying to create the next market, and he realized how valuable it was. And he was willing to practically give them DOS that he bought from somebody else for free to sell the licensing for the products that he did want to sell. The basic, the uh, Excel, the Word, all these things that are in development in the PC market. And that was the second revolution. So, so what Bill Gates is good at is he could identify trends very effectively and exploit them. And he was also good at vacuuming up a lot of other people who are really creative and sucking them into the Microsoft fold and adding them to their environment. Yeah. Oh, so, having talented people around you. Yes. Same with Jack, Jack Trammell. He said, yep, I'm only yep. as good as the people around me. That is true. Right? Yep, yep. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, somebody was selling a functional one last night for 4000 Is that a good deal? A real Altair? A real. Yeah. That's, if it's functional, yeah, that's a good thirty nine ninety five. Yeah, that would be what you'd find on most eBay prices right now for a functional running Altair. And that's actually a little cheap. I've seen it go as high as $8,000. 8 to $10,000. 8 10. yeah. Okay. So if you want an Altair, you want got the money, uh, and you're sure it's functional, and it fits your, it fits your sweet spot, it's not a bad price. It's, not bad. it's within the realm. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, amazing. Well, I don't want to monopolize your time, but I didn't get your name. I'm Dave. Or Dave, I'm Paul. So the galactic concept 
if you put ink on the side of the badge, it'll always face in. Because I have enough mass, apparently, to pull that towards the other side. So. <laughs> I knew you were Paul because I read your tag earlier. I knew he was Aaron because I saw his, but mine disappeared. Yeah, I'm Dave Rumpel. So I'm also known by some people because my astronomy is astronomy. Did you build this, or did you did it come uh, assembled? Oh, no, no. I All the parts I had to get to build that are right How here. long did it take you? Uh, about a year. Most of the time was waiting for parts to show up. And then, did you get it to start on the first try, or did you have to go back? No, in my case, it lit right up. Um, nice. So, I'm an electrical engineer, so hopefully I do it right. But the, uh, okay. the, uh, I mean, you can read the spec sheet, but basically, these are all state-of-the-art modern parts. These are not reproductions. They are not uh, emulation. There is a real 8080 in here. A -A 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 -A. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, this board here, so you can literally just read this section. You can see where each part came from. Take a picture of it. How there. many of these were produced? This series. One. <laughs> Everybody builds them differently. So, One. Yeah. So you buy the case. Yeah. From uh, Mike over in uh, uh, Texas. Yeah. He sells the case. Okay. He also sells the front panel board and the board that ties to it. Okay. If you saw the inside of the real original Altair, there's a lots of little white wires that go to the uh, back plane across and tie to all of the test points on the back of this board. He, Mike, he modified that same design and made it a nice card that goes to the bus, and then a nice ribbon cable tied all together. So he cleaned it up. It's doing the same thing functionally. Percentage-wise, the design and layout is it 99.9 percent .9 similar or 100 percent? It's a hard one to do. You, you could actually pull all these cards out and get a vintage Altair boards and plug them in here, they'll work. Okay, so it's 100% functional to the Altair. But this card here is an exact copy of the original board that was released back in the 70s. Okay. Is that an Altair? That one there? No, that's actually a, this one here? No. That, this is an Altair, yeah. This is an Altair, okay. It looks like one. So it's actually called an Altair 8800C. So it's a modern. It's not a. It's not a clone. It's not a reproduction. It is actually a fully functional 8080A based Altair. You can yeah, buy let's any set the Altair card straight, so. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta make sure to say that because no, you have to. If you got the vintage thing, you, and you're paying three thousand dollars plus for it. Right. You don't want to. You don't want to say this is. This itself was twelve hundred dollars to build. Okay. Because uh, it's hard to source some of these old parts in here. I would think so. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what they call a hybrid. It has the CPU card is an exact copy, mechanically, electrically, of the original one. You use the same parts. You use the assembly instructions from the original Altair to put it together. There's no separate instructions. You take the original Altair manual that was released for the CPU board and you build it. But then the next board over is a modified board that's better than the original Altair board, but functionally is exactly the same. So that's a hybrid. Okay. So this is a replicate replica. This is a hybrid. Okay. Okay. This is a hybrid. The original CPU or CPU. The original floppy drive controller was a two-board combination. And you, I gotta, I gotta get going here. But that yeah. is interesting. Yep. So how much memory? Huh? How much memory? Oh, this one's got 64K right now. Oh, look at you. So, that's because this board happens to come with 64K on it. Yeah. 
Now I can turn it off. I can flip those switches and make the RAM go away and buy an Altair board and stuff them in there if I want. This, the keyboard? That's actually part of my Weiss terminal. Oh, okay. This one you don't even have to go and look at an auction for. You can go to this company. They still sell them to companies. There are companies that have machine tools and so forth. They still need terminals. So. That's awesome. Um, it was nice meeting you. Nice I'm going to come you. back. I'm with Man Buying the Machines. So I've met you before at other uh, events. Probably. You're Elf. Yeah, and yeah. you showed this before. Last year. Um, yeah. I was over there. Oh, last I wasn't year. here last year because of the pandemic. But nice to meet you. I don't know what show, but I've been at a number of them, so. Yeah, we met before. Yeah. Okay, have a good right, rest of your you. show then. Thank you. Take care. I'm sorry. As a hobby, I'm into the history of it. Oh, VHS or beta? Yeah, I mean, all the. No, what is it? VHS or beta? Oh, what's the correct answer? Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Oh, you were I mean, you. Yeah, that kind of flew. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, if you if you choose beta, it's a lot easier to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to make a shirt that says that. I want to like kind of collage out two units. Yeah. Put them on there and say VHS or beta. Yeah. Yeah. I have a like uh, a love for AV. Uh, I'm building a, a video toaster right now. Nice. Computer. Yeah. I need the four thousand. Yeah, I've got a Genlock on it, and um, it was given to me for free. Wow. The clock battery burst on it, and he goes, I don't want to fix it, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> so All right. the Mega 4000 is going for, you know, I've seen some for that's, 10K. That's good money for sure. Yeah, but the, I got the video toaster card years ago. Somebody sent it to me as a gift, and it's been in the bubble wrap. And then I got the 4000, so I'm like, now it's got to go. come together. It's always been a dream to have a toaster. Yeah, man. You know, but Johnny Carson, Max Hedrum, you know, all these different shows used. Um, that it was revolutionary. You know, just to do that kind of stuff. You know, text on oh, a yeah. background. You know. My, my, uh, I'm with the podcast I'm recording, uh, Man Behind the Machine. I do a lot of retro technology. Anyways, years ago, um, We're moving uh, on. yeah, my uncle had an IBM, and he showed me, he's like, sorry, um, oh, look, I got a 100-megabyte hard drive. He was so proud of it, and it cost him a mint. I bought, the first hard drive I bought, I bought it at Sam's Club, yeah. and it was a 20-meg, maybe it was a 30-meg, RLL. How much? ID, uh, I don't even remember. 70 bucks, I think uh, it was. Well, ba back then, you couldn't just. I had a, I had an XT. Nice. You had a controller card, but you had a low-level format it. So you had to go into debug and go G equals Charlie 800 colon five and and do a low-level format, set the interleaf factor. Uh, not like that anymore. No. Are you an engineer? No, no, no. I work in the printing business. Oh, okay. But you guys still use all these old computers, right? We did. Uh, one place I worked, uh, most of the printer, we had inline printers for uh, printing right on the magazines. Yeah. And uh, that all used like DOS-based computers. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
but that got phased out, I imagine, over the years, huh? Well, they still use them. They still use them, yeah. Like, uh, just for the head on that printer, yeah. if you mess it up, it's $10,000 just for that head. So, wow. as they break, they put them in the corner and say, spare parts. And then they just drop the parts. Right, this is the dilemma of the of uh, not updating or upgrading, right? I mean, I'm against it, upgrading, but that's what these businesses have to attend to. They refuse to use new software, these legacy software. Right, right. We had a piece of software that I worked on, and when it broke, they had to call Sun Microsystems in California, and only two guys were alive that know how to put, fix this thing, you know? It becomes narrow and narrow as the years go on. Yeah, we like those computers. You have to build your label. You go on the controller for the machine and download the. They called it a tape, but it was a file. Download the tape and the mailing address in there. You have to build a label on the printer, and then the printer would communicate with the with the controller, and it would send the data from the controller to the printer and print. As the books are coming through the machine, it would print the addresses right on them. In the morning, yeah. just told me, hey, hey, do you know that song, Hungry Like the Wolf? I'm like, yeah, yeah what about it? He's like, yeah, for you, it's Hungry for Miss B. I'm like, <laughs> That's it. He's like, yep, that's it. Bye. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Uh, this is on cartridge, okay. uh, but I also had the floppy version. But I like that people are interacting. You having fun? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Itself, or it looks more like it's molded, not uh, 
It's not 3D printed. Not 3D yeah. printed. So that's un that's unusual. That's what caught my eye. Yeah, yeah, I think it I is like the display. Yeah, mine like doesn't have the display. I like right. that. Yeah, most most SC to IEC drives do not have a display. This okay. is like a special firmware okay. that was modified for the display. I like the fact that it has its own PSU, uh -huh. so you don't lose your directory or whatever when you turn the power off. Right. Okay. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be back. All right. Yeah. Don't forget. No. Hi, are you with the Indie Classic? I'm sorry? Are you with the Indie Classic? Uh, the gentleman that has this table lives. His name is Mark Latson. He's the one that runs it. Oh, okay. Is he, does he have any shirts from the event? Do you know? I'm sorry. Does he have any shirts from the event? He might. No? Okay. Did you go? No, but I want to go. I saw... Yeah, I wanted to go too. I missed it. Yeah. What do you have today? Yeah, what Commodore? I'm a Commodore guy. Uh, Commodore 64, 128. So what, games? Uh, cartridge games, cartridge games. These are primarily multi-carts. You might be familiar with Easy Clash. The rest of them are stuff that I design. Multi-carts? Yeah, what's on them? Uh, some of them, yeah, you can check anything out. Uh, this is one running right now. This is another one. This has 240 games on it. Oh wow. That's got about 36 or something. Uh, some of these are made for like a dozen games. You can put your own games on there if you have an e-card burner. Uh, you can put your own games on here if you just have a 64. How much is it for the one that comes in preloaded games? They, they vary in price. We can check any of them out for different capacities. Um, it depends, you know, like these are one megabyte cartridges, these are a deal, right here. Yeah. Um, How much are they in range? They'll range from 25 bucks to 80 bucks. Oh. Actually, 100 bucks. These are 100. Are you designing? And those are very similar to this. Are you designing the architecture? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, you selling this Atari one? That's an Atari multi -car. That's kind of a rare beast, too. And what's on this? I'm not sure. Uh, to be honest, I think there's maybe 30, 40 games on there. Yeah? If, you, if, uh, you have a, if somebody has an Atari around here, How much you sell it? I sell it for 50. 50? It's a rare cartridge. If somebody has an Atari around here, you have to see if they'll let you Yeah, yeah. Like, let me try to find one and test it out. Yeah, okay. Okay, thank you. I have like two, two extra batteries. Oh, no, there's a couple there. Sorry,